Welcome back to the Racing and Sports Punters Pod FIFA World Cup edition. We are in the studio off the back of the most exciting night so far of the World Cup, which we'll discuss very soon. Jimmy Buckley with you, joined by Sammy Williams as always. Welcome, mate. It's great to be back, mate. Yeah, 14 goals, I think, last night, which is uh, the highest on a single night of action so far at the Qatar World Cup in 2022. And it started with a pretty exciting three-all draw between Cameroon and Serbia, which effectively keeps both of those teams' chances slightly, just slightly alive of going through, but it's going to come down to Cameroon needing to beat Brazil, which is going to be pretty tough. That was a fantastic game to watch. South Korea lose 3-2 to Ghana in uh, another exciting game. And then we had Portugal 2-0 against Uruguay and Brazil 1-0 over Switzerland. That that Portugal-Uruguay game, Sammy, a couple of contentious moments there. Yeah, obviously the hair of God, I think it was, <laughs> last night. Did uh, Cristiano get a little touch to it or not? Uh, I think he's the only one in the world who even cares. Um, <laughs> but golden boot he'd be looking at. He, Yeah, he was pretty adamant. I think he got a touch, but... Most blokes you'd like to think wouldn't care less. He'll be having a word to his barber, I'd imagine, after that. (laughs) Good Lord. Uh, And then a a penalty towards the end of that game, which sealed the icing on the cake for Portugal to go up 2-0. It was a handball in the box. We've both had a look at that uh, several times this morning on the VAR replay. Jeez, I thought they were a bit hard done by there, Uruguay. Yeah, look, it's it's hard to sort of say what he could have done differently, but also it comes down to the, the referee's interpretation and... I don't think it was the most drastically poor call that we'll ever see. It just one of those ones that a referee makes a decision, you learn to live with it. Yeah, and now Uruguay are on the brink of elimination. Would you believe? Well, many people thought that they were a chance of uh, not only qualifying for the last sixteen, but topping this group. Uh, but they're in; they are in all sorts at the moment. So we'll see how that progresses. Now we're we're back around uh, to where we started the third raft of group games before the knockout stages, and it's the Netherlands versus the host nation, Qatar. The Netherlands paying $1.20, $6.50 for the draw, and Qatar, $15. They could become the first host nation ever, I think, to lose all three games at a World Cup. What do you like here? I'm saying will become <laughs> the first host nation to lose all three because I don't think there's any way that they can turn around what they've put out so far to be able to beat the Dutch The pressure's off for them, the host nation, in terms of trying to qualify and trying to really make a dent in the the tournament. Sorry, I think that's just going to open the game up a little bit, and I think the Dutch are the ones who are going to benefit for it. The Dutch to win by more than two goals, you're getting a dollar sixty, and I just think if if Qatar want to try and entertain their fans and try and put a bit of a show on to. Know, to try and have some sort of positive outcome from the tournament, they've got to try and score a couple of goals. I think it could backfire. I think the Dutch will score at the other end. But you know, good luck to them. It's, there's nothing to lose. Go out there and have a crack. Now, interesting stat here about the Dutch. Uh, for starters, they're 17 games unbeaten, which is pretty impressive. But against Ecuador there last week, they only managed two shots at goal in that uh, in that drawn match with Ecuador, which is Quite, a, quite surprising. I mean, you kind of look at the Dutch and you think uh, they're a team just dripping with attacking quality, 
but uh, it didn't quite click for them there against Ecuador. So important for them too, Sammy, to find a bit of something, a bit of attacking flair ahead of the uh, round of 16. Yeah, and I think this is the perfect opportunity for them. I think that you know it really is important that they start to show a little bit more of that quality up front and, and start putting a couple in the back of the net because, look, the, the opposition, especially the Qatar side, they're, they're not even in the same league as what they're going to come up going forward so they've got to put some some sort of confidence together and and that um you know strikers up front need to start scoring i think otherwise it's just going to become a little bit too difficult for them in the bigger games terrific opportunity for them to do just that tonight now another huge game i'm really looking forward to this one ecuador versus senegal now senegal need to win this if they want to go through ecuador i think have been one of the more impressive sides of the tournament so far, they're actually the two dollar forty favourites here. Senegal are paying three dollars ten, and the draw is at three dollars. Let's not forget that Senegal are twenty six places above Ecuador in the world rankings. What do you make of this one? Look, uh, Ecuador. I think they only need to draw to progress. Their bucko, and they've drawn nine of their last thirteen games at either nil all or one all. Without needing to win it, I think that their defensive setup is what they're going to rely on again. The draw's paying $3. I think I can you know, confidently say that there's not going to be a lot of attacking opportunities. And the $3, you know, whether it is that nil-all or one-all, the draw at the $3 is the play, I think. Yeah, that's a nice little bet, that. I'll tell you, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fascinating game of football, this. And, and I'm really curious to see how it pays out because, like you say, you've got a team that can, uh, that can draw the game in progress and you've got a team that needs to come out and win. And I thought Senegal looked uh, pretty good against uh, Qatar. I mean, albeit Qatar, but at least they found a little bit of something. And uh, I'll tell you, these African nations have, have managed to spring a few surprises already in this World Cup. And that's the beauty of these these tournaments. It's just such a different um, battle of tactics when we get to this stage. Uh, obviously, you've just said that one side needs to win, the other one needs to draw. So how that plays out, you know, how, how much of the bus do you park? How far forward do you try and play? And I think that's what makes it so exciting when you come down to these sort of games and teams with different motives going into certain games, it becomes a really intriguing tactical battle. One little piece of injury news there. Anna Valencia in doubt, I think, with a knee injury. I suspect he'll probably play. He's scored all three goals for Ecuador at this World Cup. And I think he's scored five or six of their last World Cup goals going back to 2018 and possibly even 2014 as well, which is remarkable. So we'll certainly keep an eye on that one now. England versus Wales. They are going to be out and about in the streets of London and Cardiff and Swansea and Liverpool and everywhere in between. This is going to be a cracker. Wales $7.50 to spring the upset. England $1.44 and the draw there at $4. What are your thoughts here, mate? Yeah, look, as you said, there's... We spoke about the previous game and some of the different tactical battles and, and the situations of teams. Well, this is no different. England, you know, look, look to go through. The Welsh, well, they've got to throw caution to the wind. They've got to score goals. They can't just sit back and, and hope that something happens. They've got to have a crack. So I think it's going to be a fantastic game to watch. What I do like, I think England are still going to be too good, but I like England to win and both teams to score at $3.80. I think it's a fantastic value for a game where we could see a little bit of expansive style. I think the English side are going to have an opportunity to put some fresh players on the on, on the paddock and 
you get them out there, they've got a point to prove and they might not have a whole lot of time to do it in the next few games. So it's now or never for some of these players that might get a chance up front and that's why I haven't played around with a certain goal scorer or any time goal scorer. I think it's going to be a, a little bit of a different side that England play at certain times throughout the game. So I think there's going to be goals and I think England's too good and I think $3.80 is a fantastic value. Yeah, I like where you've gone there. This is a, a big pressure game for England, I think. I mean, I would agree. Wales have got nothing to lose here. They've only managed one point. They were beaten 2-0 by Iran just before the weekend, and they've probably been a little bit disappointed in how things have panned out for them. But, yeah, they can go out there and throw caution to the wind. There's a big expectation here that England are going to win. And uh, as we know, that doesn't always work out. I remember Euro 2016, these two sides were in the same group, came up against each other. Wales went up 1-0 due to a Gareth Bale free kick and a Joe Hart goalkeeping howler, but the Pommies clawed it back and then Sturridge scored one in injury time to win that game 2-1. And then, as we all know and love, England played Iceland in the round of 16 and were beaten. And then Roy Hodgson, the coach at the time, walked into the press conference and immediately tendered his resignation. One of the great moments in European football history. And look, this game, it is a big game for England. There's no doubt about it. But I just think that there's a bigger game ahead for them to choke in. I don't think they (laughs) choke just yet. I think they get through this one again. And let's be honest, in the next sort of week or two, there'll be a game that a little bit more pressure and we'll see them buckle. Let's say they do top the group, then it looks like they probably get Ecuador or Senegal which is certainly a tricky little assignment, no matter how that falls. But we'll see how that plays out. Uh, I like your bet there. $3.80. England to win and both teams to score. And finally, now this could be absolutely anything. The second match in Group B. Iran versus the United States of America. Iran paying $4. The USA paying $2.05. And the draw is at $3.10. What do you like here, Sam? Yeah, well, the US in the last four games, there's been four goals in total. So they haven't exactly been setting the world alight in that department. Iran's defence, I think, is going to stand up, just needing the draw. Now, $3.25 for the draw, I think that's the play. I just think that the, the Iran side will be able to defend well enough against a side who hasn't been attacking well, hasn't been putting many in the back of the net. I just think both of those reasons, I think that they can stand up and, and take the $3.25 about a draw and go through. That logic certainly works. And yeah, America have been a little bit disappointing. I think it's fair to say. I was quite keen on them coming into this tournament and they haven't really lived up to my expectations. That is a good price for the draw. I tell you, this is a this is just being played on a fascinating geopolitical backdrop, this game, I can tell you right now. These two nations, uh, well, they cut ties in 1980, all the way back in 1980, and things have flared up a lot uh, in more recent times. They've seen uh, a lot of uh, protests in the streets in Iran, uh, and I think Iranian officials uh, are blaming America for a lot of that, saying that they've tried to incite these protests. And we saw a couple of days ago the Americans publish the Iranian flag uh, possibly on social media or something like that, but uh, it was the Iranian flag without the... Islamic Republic emblem, and that has caused, uh, I mean, the American coach, for example, has had to field questions on this uh, at his press conferences leading into this game. It's a very volatile relationship at the moment, and there's quite a lot on the line here in this game of football as well. So I can only imagine this is going to be an incredibly hostile atmosphere. 
it's just what you want, isn't it? A coach of a uh, national side and something like <laughs> this pops up and you've got to answer all the questions and you've yeah. got to try and keep the players' minds on the job and try to take take the political side of things away from it. It, it does co- really come down to you know how good a manager are you and, and can you control it and keep the mind on the job because, as you said, there's just so much outside noise that's coming from all parts of the world. It's going to be very interesting to see how the American team handle the pressure. And just to recap there, we like the Netherlands to win by two or more goals paying $1.60. Sam likes the draw between Ecuador and Senegal paying $3. In the England-Wales game, we like England to win and both teams to score. That rolls into $3.80. And then the draw between Iran and the USA, $3.10, $3.25. Depending on where you shop, that's going to be a fascinating game. And it may well be... Iran going through if they can manage to secure that draw. Unfortunately, heartbreakingly, the 9pm games are finished. So you've got uh, two matches on tonight at midnight, I think it is, is or, or it might be uh, even 1am or something like that. So they're not looking after us there anymore, Sam. No, it's uh, becoming a little bit more uh, difficult to come in with that bubbly personality every day there, bucko for you. It uh, becomes a long night, but I've got no doubt you can work through these next couple of weeks and you no know, starts tonight and this is where the, uh, the big players shine. I've got no doubt you can do it. <laughs> well, well, fingers crossed. Uh, we'll speak with you again on Thursday. And until then, happy punting.